Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ah, oh, my goodness me. I know this is no way to open a brand new episode on the Talent Talk Soccer Podcast. But my goodness me, Liverpool. Ah. Oh. <laughs> that was abysmal. Ah, oh, goodness me, goodness me, goodness me. I just want to say right now, congratulations to Manchester City because Liverpool have, oh my goodness, have handed it to them. We've seen this movie time and time again. The thing is this, like credit, um, what's it called? Like give credit where it's due. Like, um, I wouldn't say I'm 100% sure Liverpool will play out a very fantastic season, but I'm pretty confident Liverpool will play out a good enough season. But that's the thing, so... Pep Guardiola and Manchester City, they've set the bar so high that <laughs> playing a, a good season isn't enough to basically carry over the line. I'm sure we Liverpool fans will remember just a couple years ago finishing on 98 points and still not winning the Premier League. That's absolutely unheard of. So moving on, anyway, going back to this game, you know, Liverpool needed this point to just like close the gap on Manchester City to three points, which is still a lot. I feel like the thing with this Manchester City side and why I am basically giving them my congratulations right now is because once they get going, once they end their groove, I mean, they are not a perfect side. Nope, no side is perfect. They're going to drop points, of course. But the thing is, like from now until April, well, exactly, I forgot until April 5th, no what? Anyway, from now until April when... Uh, Liverpool take on Manchester City at the Etihad. I don't see Liverpool possibly getting more points than Manchester City. Let's let's even forget about the Afcon, but of course we're going to get to that. Like Afcon aside, like you get what I'm saying. So over this, I don't know how many games are going to be played uh, from now until then. Let's say ten plus games or whatever, or uh, twelve plus games. I don't see how Liverpool can get more points over this over this period than. Uh, than uh, Manchester City or rather maybe 15 games or whatever but over this period uh, I don't see how Liverpool can get more points than Manchester City on the board and then we have to take into consideration the Afcon so Liverpool are losing of course Mane and Salah and uh, we don't even (laughs) need to uh, 
to to talk too much on that honestly like i don't need to say too much on that we know we know what these guys mean to liverpool but today they were just not on it where salah missed a penalty i have to say the penalty was not good at all i mean he had power behind it but the height was very favorable and it was way too centralized schmeichel saved it but schmeichel actually powered it back into the path of mo salah who should have buried it into an open goal like my goodness me honestly speaking like once mo salah missed that chance the penalty and then the chance i mean <laughs> i know i know these games i know this like this and i'm just like okay it's one of these days that's why right now i'm actually not so angry because i feel like <laughs> i feel like from the 12th minute or so when uh when uh uh, and Didi and Leicester City considered that penalty and Mosala of course missed the penalty and also missed the, the rebound. I I I was um I started cooling down, I started the cooling down process from then till of course the 90th minute. So right now I'm not that angry. Not that doesn't mean I'm not about not that, yeah. But my goodness me, you know, like once that happened, I'm just like, okay, it's one of those games, but I was still hopeful in a way that somehow, somehow we're just gonna put one in. I mean like Liverpool missed all sorts of chances and like the <laughs> The most annoying chance of the day has to be Sadio Mane's chance. Diogo Jota slid him in. Puri pass. So Mane basically could... Like, Schmeichel was, like, a bit centralized. To the left, which is the near post area, there was an open goal to slot the ball. To the right, which is a far post, open your leg, just put it in the corner. There was a lot like basically i feel like it was one of those it's one of those chances where like you know some chances like okay they're clear chances but there's one thing you can do like the other side is there's no real possibility here it was like from the corner money was coming from like the goal was just there like just put it and and he had so much time and space so like he could even take as many touches as he liked and even pick the finish he wanted like as i said before a lot of clear chances yes they are clear chances but you don't have in like a lot of options in terms of the different possibilities as to which you can do here in terms of amount of touches you can take or the amount of time you have or even the kind of finish but because basically the chance presents itself and there's just one thing you can do but this was even like a, a, a better chance because like yes it's a clutch chance, just like these other chances i've explained but just that there were just there were just a million possibilities for Sadio Mane. there were a million things he could have done to finish that off and he just carried it and oh, goodness me I mean, like once you're once you're in this uh, second half, first half was a half of missed chances, as you know, and then you come on the second half and you're still missing things like this. And of course, I mean, the game is only is only 90 minutes long. Uh, I mean, it's not going to go on until you decide to score. Like if you keep missing this 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 chances, then there's absolutely no chance you're taking anything at all home. And one key thing here for Leicester City, and I feel like how they really, really, really like. Honestly, like, I mean, over over the 90 minutes, like, you can say Liverpool might feel hard done by based on the fact that they, they got their chances. But it's football and they have no no rights to feel hard done by. I mean, they got their chances. And they didn't put it in the net. Like, it's not really about Leicester, is it? I mean, Leicester did their bit. Like, I mean, for, for large spells of the game, the likes of Indidi and, and Amate, like, defended, well defended. They, they really tracked, they really worked hard, honestly. They worked really hard. But... Liverpool still had their chances and this has nothing to do with Entity. I mean Entity himself will put up like a great performance if you're looking at the whole game. But he 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 gave he gave away a penalty and Liverpool could have scored from that. So it's like Liverpool have themselves to blame. It's one of those games where they can't feel unlucky, they can't they have themselves to blame. The the level of finishing in this game was so lethargic. But I have to credit Brendan Rogers here. Honestly, the the introduction of Ademola Lukman was a masterstroke. 
Kelechi and Acha had a fine game, honestly. Like, he worked in spaces between the lines. And, like, honestly, like, it just made me wonder, like, why doesn't this guy play for Leicester City more than Brendan Rodgers chooses to play him? It absolutely beats me. I can't wrap my head around it, but it's what it is. But Ademola Lukman brings a different kind of threat. And I have to say, the Liverpool midfield today were extremely off the pace. They were extremely off the pace. Lukman just seemed like a Premier League player. And the, the rest guys, the rest of the guys just seemed like Sunday League guys. Like he looked like he was playing on another stratosphere extremely alien to all of Liverpool's midfield. His pace, and when I mean pace, I don't just mean pace in the straight line. I mean the pace at which he was playing the game. You think he plays football at a higher level than these Liverpool players. Like these Liverpool players are not playing in a level or in a league that they belong in, honestly speaking. And that was just the poorest thing for me. They couldn't get close to him. His touches were just quicker. They were always left in his wake. And that is completely unacceptable for the goal. A thing of beauty, honestly. From a Leicester's perspective, a thing of beauty. From a neutral's perspective, a thing of beauty. From my perspective as a Liverpool fan, it's absolutely horrendous. Why do I say so? First of all, he beats Alexander-Arnold, turns his body, spreads the ball. Now, I'm not even going to, like, honestly, I'm not even going to give Trent too much stick for, for getting beat by Lukman on the first turn. Like, okay, he got dribbled. Cool, <laughs> Like, even me, I get dribbled, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it happens. It does happen. So, you get dribbled, cool. But how do you react to that? So, once Lukman gives the ball out wide, he makes a dart. And I know this is very cliche. This is very, I don't know, like, it's just classic punditry. When when they say, who wants it the most? When you say, okay, this team won because they wanted it the most. But actually, in this situation, Lukman wanted to be on the end of that chance the most. He made a run which Trent Alexander-Arnold didn't track. Trent was strolling back and that is absolutely unacceptable because this is this is just what football is about. Awareness. How do you focus a game that has gone on for that long and you've missed a lot of chances? These are experienced players. I saw Salah's reaction after the penalty miss and the sit-down miss. He wasn't, he wasn't that bothered because why? Like, you know, he knows he still has to focus. Like, and every other player in this game knows it. Like, they're experienced. They know that, yes, things happen. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you keep missing chances. Okay, you go again. Why? Because you're still playing the game the game is still on and you still have a chance to take point or win or whatever so the key thing in this kind of games as i said they're all experienced players trying to understand arnold is only 22 whatever but he's still an immensely experienced player you cannot switch off it is just not allowed you'll be punished and that's exactly what happened like i watched that goal and it was extremely avoidable and that really bites me you get, I, I explain it once more. Trent gets turned in the midfield. The ball is spread out. Like, fantastic work from Lukman. Now, the problem here is that run. It wasn't tracked. And I ask myself why. So, basically, from when Trent got turned, when Lukman turned Trent, from close to the halfway line, okay, to in and around the box where he received the ball, nobody was tracking him. Why? Why? That is unacceptable. Why? I mean, like, I, I, it was so obvious. Like, I mean, you know, when you're watching a game, and I just hope nothing came out will come out of that. But um, oh my goodness, when he got the ball back, he just executed it to perfection. And now, once he got the ball back towards at the edge of the box, and he ran past, Matip made no attempt, no attempt at all, no attempt at all. He just basically passed him on. Like, you know when you just say, okay, hey, take him. And then Van Dijk is, of course, too far away. So, all Van Dijk, Van Dijk can't get to him, of course. All Van Dijk has to do is try to shape his body to block the shot. And, of course, he did do that. But, of course, Lukman was smart in the finish. Put a lot of power 
in it and, and put it in the near post. Goal. Beautiful work from Lukman. But once again, it's the same thing we see with Liverpool a lot of the time. Like that focus from Trent Alexander-Arnold and Matip. And for Joe Matip, I understand. He was actually had a yellow card. He was on a yellow and And... Like passing on, passing on Lukman, like not basically doing any defensive action, like just letting him run past you. I mean, I mean, he maybe he doesn't want to concede a penalty and, of course, get get a second booking and and, and let Liverpool play with uh, with ten men and then of course uh, Leicester will most likely score the penalty and yeah, basically like that, like that and then Liverpool ten men to eleven and and still a goal down. But Trent, my goodness me, Trent, like it's just absolutely unacceptable how he defended the situation because once he got turned he was in the midfield so basically Lukman ran by him and he just jogged like there was no urgency you know what I'm saying chase chase let the person like of course Lukman is faster than Trent so I don't expect Trent to catch him but you have to put players under pressure and we just failed to do that and after that of course like Liverpool still got more chances than all but basically Leicester always had themselves an option they always had themselves a solution in every situation by giving the ball to Lukman and honestly speaking he won fouls he slowed the game down and everything and of course like Liverpool had enough chances to easily win this game in fact they had enough chances to have turned this game into something else imagine Liverpool converting that early goal and then the game now looks like, okay, what is this? You get what I'm saying? Like, early goal and then we don't know how Leicester react. I want to come all out. And, of course, not having the pace of the likes of Lukman and stuff. That early on might uh, just leave them too exposed to even recover in any form of way. Or even to hurt Liverpool in the first place when they're trying to be expansive, you know. And maybe Liverpool would have blown them out. But the, the point here now is that Liverpool find themselves in a situation where they wouldn't have because they have experience of course now every game is added pressure i mean if you won this game then maybe in the next couple of games uh a draw is allowed maybe you know but they drew the tottenham game now they lost this game and then they're heading uh to chelsea still without andy robertson and stuff the pressure of course is mounting i'm sure the boys know it's just six points it is possible for manchester city to drop uh they drop the <laughs> to drop those points before they meet in april of manchester city might i mean I mean, it's very possible they won't drop six points from now until April until Liverpool play them. But lastly, before I round up, round up this short podcast, I just have to make something clear uh, for all Liverpool fans and for anybody who's listening to this. Like, honestly, the only chance Liverpool have, like, as I've said already, from now until then, I don't see how Liverpool can amass more points than Manchester City. I don't see it happening. But for anything, like, I don't know, to just to just kind of, like, spark any kind of possibility, I can say it is possible, okay? Manchester City... Are gonna drop points maybe maybe not they might go on one of those 18 game winning streaks or whatever you know those crazy guys anyway Liverpool need to be Manchester City at the Etihad and uh, I don't remember the last time that happened in the league <laughs> I mean they did win them in the, at the Etihad in the Champions League yeah, in, in the 17-18 season 2018 uh, knockout stage Champions League but when last did that happen in the league when last did Liverpool defeat Manchester City at the Etihad in the league uh, I, I don't know, but if I can remember correctly, it was the 4-1 win, uh, which uh, I think uh, Emery Chan, uh, Firmino, Martin Skirto, yeah, continue. They were all on this score sheet, if I can remember correctly. That game, 4-1, yeah, at the Etihad. Uh, I don't know if I'm wrong, but that, like, uh, and this is this is probably, this was Klopp's first game at the Etihad, so this was 20, uh, 2016? Yes, I think 2016. <laughs> 
like four at least like four years ago or something that was last time Liverpool won at the Etihad in the Premier League so it's not something like even when Liverpool were at their best I mean they played a very fantastic game at the Etihad in my opinion one of the best Premier League games I've ever seen the 2-1 which uh, of course we know the famous John Stones clearance off the line and of course Sunny went on the other end to finish in off the post it was a very tight game by all like like it was a game of not many chances it was just a highly tactical game it was a very 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 high quality game the way the teams defended and the way they attacked, the way they were on possession, the way they worked and stuff, it was just like such a high quality game. And of course, uh, Manchester City won by a couple of centimeters and went in to win the. But that was, that's just the closest Liverpool have gotten in uh, <laughs> in, in in recent times to getting the result at, at the Etihad. And apart from that, honestly, like they lost five nil in twenty seventeen. Like it's just it's just been in my opinion in, in no contest so like even when Liverpool were at their best uh, even when Liverpool were the best when they won the Premier League in uh, uh, two seasons ago they still they still didn't get a point that they, that they had so I mean this is what it is uh, yeah so for me I don't just see how they can do it I would love to know what you guys think really this is like a really interesting topic now because it's half season I think about exactly half season now at least for those who've played all games half season now and yeah <laughs> and six points so I mean there's still a long way to go but tell me what you think can and will Liverpool can and will they do it can they come back can they in some way win more points than Man City over this period and then go to the Etihad and defeat Manchester City can they do that do you believe they can if so, please make sure you tell me. I also want to think. I also want to know what you guys think in terms of Liverpool surviving during the Afcon. Like, what are the chances of them winning games and stuff like that? Especially when, like, leading up to the Afcon, their last few results haven't been very positive. I think that's the biggest issue now. Of course, I, I actually intend to make an episode on that and talking about how Liverpool can and will fare in terms of my opinion, my prediction, how I think they will do during the Afcon in the absence of, of course, a lot of key players. But like leading up to the Afcon, of course, we know what what results does for teams. We know how result helps teams, and Liverpool are just not helping themselves. I mean, their last few results haven't been the best. They drew at Tottenham, very very annoying, controversial game, a lot of talking points and stuff. After that, you had the game at Leicester in the cup where, of it was a weekend lineup. It was uh yeah weekend lineup, not the best performance. Like they just really were, were abysmal for. In the opening minutes, they, they, they became a bit decent and came back and stuff and and won, which was good. But still, not like <laughs> not like that performance doesn't do anything for the morale. It wasn't one of those. Wasn't like it just was a game where it just seemed like Liverpool were very poor. A lot of poor performances on the pitch individually, but they got they got away with that. Particularly because Leicester were very poor on the day actually. So like even when Leicester were too. Uh, I was just like oh my goodness these guys are so poor I could see how everything was and I was just hoping Liverpool would at least become decent I was very confident Liverpool stood a chance and they became alright very average and decent and yeah luckily for them they, they pulled it off but still it wasn't a good performance that's my point it wasn't a good performance and now today the finishing performance was abysmal and the defending on that goal that Liverpool considered was just so poor as well so you have three games back to back now leading up to the AFCON three games that have been so par. And this is not what you need. Like, if anything, Liverpool have 
to be winning now you know what i'm saying they have to be winning now so it's like when these guys leave the come the squad is 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 on a high because because let's not let's make no mistakes if liverpool win it doesn't matter if it's salah that's contributing to winning the thing is that the squad is the morale is on a high so the other guys who are also going to deputize or whatever when these guys leave for afcon we also be feeling good you know the, the feeling around the squad will be good generally and if they are losing now it's so like imagine getting replacements for Salah and Mane maybe like anybody who club wants to go with or any formation whatever but then you're getting in guys who aren't confident so it's just an absolute shame and I think I can't see how Liverpool are going to do this especially because they are, they are losing the games leading up to the AFCON you know and just imagine like how the squad is right now they're scratching their heads they have done this before they know what it takes to to actually give Manchester that space and how they won't give it up how Manchester won't ever give it up they're just going to go win 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 until the end Liverpool know this and then they they drop points tonight they're scratching their heads of course they don't just have to focus and keep winning their professional footballers at the highest level they know this then coupled with the fact that that their best player and other key players are leaving <sighs> honestly we just have to see but make sure you do tell me what you think i didn't introduce myself in the beginning because i just went straight into the rant mode but yeah i believe you know who i am i am lutana oruchi and thank you for listening to the tana talk soccer podcast tana talk soccer podcast yes thank you for listening to that not the tana oh, 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 i don't know bit my tongue there <laughs> yeah please make sure you like subscribe and share keep supporting uh yes and lastly thank you very much guys thank you very much for all the support this year i mean the channel talks podcast had a very great year uh locally internationally yep charting all year different countries was actually very fantastic for me so please keep up the support in fact improve the support i mean i just feel like the support isn't even enough so please keep supporting like keep sharing keep listening you know what to do keep putting it up you'll never walk alone i don't know why i said that but yeah flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 